Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Let's Talk and I'm Amina Bell. And this is actually the 10th episode of Let's Talk. And I did something different. I'm doing a flash episode on the spot. So whoever I'm sitting next to is about to get interviewed right now. So I'm sitting here. (laughs) Y'all hear this? So how do you feel? Um... Now, let me just ask you a question. Would you like me to use your name, or would you like to have our listeners um, just, you know, know you as anonymous? Um, you can use my name. That's fine. Okay, so I'm sitting here with Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Johnson Lamb, also known as IJ. And we are, what are we doing? Well, we're trying to watch RuPaul's Drag Race, honestly. Yes, it's one of my favorite things to do. I love RuPaul, and um, I love drag queens in general. I think it's so cool. Do you remember, like, your first memory of drag queens? Mm, My first memory? I mean, I would honestly say it was probably a movie, an older movie with RuPaul in it. Yeah, I think mine's was an older movie too. It was now mine didn't have RuPaul in it. What movie was that? I'm trying to remember. All right, so while you trying to remember, I'm gonna tell the listeners about my first experience with drag um, queens that I can really truly remember. It was the movie Too Wong Fu. And I was fascinated. And I remember watching the movie. If you ask my mom, she'll tell you. I looked at it and I was like, I want to be a drag queen, mom. And I think I started crying. I think I did. Um, It was like sadness because the freedom of being able to transform, you know, into your own detailed persona. Maybe even the real you, depending on what, you know, your character is. But I just thought it was so freeing. And as a kid, I recognized, like, I want to do it. I wish that I could do it. So um, that was my first encounter, like, that I can remember. But I've known some, um, like, femme queens. They, I, I haven't met any drag queens until later on in my life. But I knew femme queens um, since I was a kid because my dad, he's a part of the LGBTQ community. And he mm-hmm. had some femme queen friends. So I, I wasn't saying that um, because I think they're drag queens. I just remembered that's I've always been like a part of that mm-hmm, a part of the community, and able to embrace yeah. the culture. Yeah. And yeah, I felt like my first experience was actually in middle school. I remember meeting somebody who was actually he became like a really close friend to me, oh. but even and at a young age he knew like that he wanted to identify as a female and just being able to watch that process and meeting you know her Mm -hmm. she was a beautiful person and it was able I was able to see both sides of the coin and it was just Mm -hmm. great to to be able to see that and embrace it and I mean it's it's frustrating to see the struggles that they have to face but it's also Mm -hmm beautiful to see that throughout it all they can still kind of rise absolutely absolutely i agree and bring so much to the table for us i mean they're like the center of style and (laughs) fashion anything like i know you really don't have 
all your friends set if you don't have you a gay best friend or a okay. friend or part of the LGBTQ community. No. Because don't matter what aspect or what letter you may represent, the flavor is there. Okay. It's there. I was like, I was so in awe watching, um, you know, the movies, being around the people, but especially RuPaul Drag Race, like, I just love how fashion forward mm-hmm. it all is. It's mm-hmm. not even just about, you know, your preference of intimacy, but it's really about your self-expression. Exactly. So I think that's so cool. And it's, I like that also we can be educated about stuff um, that's not necessarily, if we're not hundred percent in the LGBTQ community, we might not always have to go through, like you said, some of the struggles mm-hmm. that people part of the community have to go through. Um, you get the they shine a light on that as well. I think that's important too. You exactly. Know? And that's pretty brave because I myself don't have to face those kind of things. But having to put myself like you know when you put yourself in other people's shoes, I try to do mm-hmm. that. And it's scary, you yeah. know? And then, like, this is a sidebar, but you know, they say people are part of the LGBTQ community can fight real good, right? <laughs> <laughs> they say that they can fight. <laughs> and But you have to be a fighter. You have to be a survivor. Okay. And, you know, I don't know if it gets on your nerves, but it gets on my nerves when I hear people say, oh, that's a choice, or people chose to do I know. That. Because why would you choose persecution? Exactly. I, <laughs> I know what you mean, though. <laughs> oh, you on the spot. I know. <laughs> this is so cool. I thought to do an on the spot episode just to shake things up. I usually um, sit and plan the episodes, you know, what I'm going to talk about. But I really want this to be about just talking so even if it's on the fly like i don't know i just wanted to touch it up yeah, mm-hmm. and for the tip episode something different is pretty cool so okay i'm about to ask you all these different questions mm-hmm. you ready? ready okay so what's your favorite color purple and why is purple your favorite color um i think that when i found out that it you know that it was like the color of royalty and that it was so hard to make in fabric it actually became my favorite color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, so you fancy, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> no, but it is true. Um, I remember, I don't know, was it my mom or somebody who told me that it's so hard to find purple naturally. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. And that's why it's so hard to make things. And so... It was expensive, right? Exactly. So that's why only royalty could wear it because it was only, it was only they would mm-hmm. only be able to afford it. So, so all right now, if you were a king or queen and you were faced with having to feed your village or go to war, what would what would you choose? But if you didn't go to war and you decided to use your resources to feed your village. You might be overrun, but if you didn't, you might have all your villagers die. Mm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, I need to get it breaking down. Okay, I'm sorry. That was a lot. Right? No, the no. villagers, what is the villagers? And then you did. Alright, so, if you work, because purple is your color, you are mm-hmm. royalty. So, let's put you. Back in time, yes. your queen I'm ruling ready. over the land. Okay. You have two options, Queen Ajay. Ooh. 
you will use these resources and the last bit of finances that you have to feed the village mm. or you'll use them for reinforcements to go to war because you hear that there's talk of some gargantuan fool out there mm. coming to get your piece of the pie honestly I think I'm going to war you going to hopefully war? I think that it depends on how many soldiers and if I think that I can win. But if I think that I can win, if I have an inkling mm-hmm. that I can win, then I would go to war. And mm-hmm. I would be able to at least use some of their resources to try to feed my people. Oh, but, um, yeah, if you can win, right? Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Yeah. I uh, see. I would have had everybody fed and dead. Because <laughs> I was like, I want to eat. <laughs> We're going to eat one last time. And that's it. No, but of course, we're probably both thinking of ways we could have done it. Like, mm-hmm. you, know? Just, you know, same. But I think that's so funny. Like, we're really two sides of the same coin. So, um, because I was thinking along, like you said, if you win, Mm-hmm. You can use the other people's resources, and that's mm-hmm. what I was actually thinking about doing. I might be putting my kingdom in the debt more though, mm-hmm. because I was gonna take care of the people because that's gonna gain loyalty. If we mm-hmm. come out on top, they'll remember the queen put her, you know, self on the line or whatever right. it was to make sure that we wasn't all dying off when we needed it most. I was about to say, and even if, um, even during the war, mm-hmm. and even though you don't have as many troops. You will have people that are willing to fight even more because they've been fed for one. Yes. And also, they know that their queen is there to make sure that they're okay. And so. I, I was going to talk to talk to some other people like, listen, y'all, they're trying to get me. You know what's going to amount of time before mm-hmm. they get you. Mm-hmm. We need to come together. together. I, y'all got any sugar over there? <laughs> <laughs> what? Do y'all got know. any sugar over there? No. Okay. Then we got to eat. Alright, we can make something. Let's make something. But yes. So, alright, that um, that was just a random question I wanted to ask you. <laughs> but let's talk a little bit more seriously. Okay. How do you feel about our political climate? First of all, are you in the politics? Um, not currently, honestly. Not since uh, Trump has became our president. Okay, yes. I haven't really been... I've seen, of course, the more... The the news that's really dramatic. Mm-hmm. But I don't keep up with it. And honestly, I, I most of the time I'll scroll past it unless it's something that I feel like I really need to read and have a say in. But most of the time it brings so many negative energies and I feel like such a powerlessness that... It's not even something that I can go mm-hmm. through on, on most of the It's like you kind of avoid it because you don't want to hear all the bad news. It's kind of, I hear what you're saying because people say that that's why they don't watch the news. Mm-hmm. Which is basically what's going on. Me, I must say, I don't seek it out either. Um, but I definitely, when I see it, like I, I try to pay attention a little bit because I want to know what I'm up against. Like mm-hmm. this fool is crazy. Yeah. But what I'm really more so thinking about is who are going to be our new candidates coming up for the next presidential election. Know. You know what I mean? And I feel like it could go either way. Like mm-hmm. I feel like after Trump has been our president, it could be people that 
have no type of experience mm-hmm. or say who feel like they can become president or it could be somebody we America realizes that we need somebody to really fix the country and mm-hmm. we are able to elect someone who really would be able to heal us as a country. So. And I'm happy that you said heal because I was thinking as you were talking I was like it's some irrevocable damages already in mm-hmm. this presidency and I, we're not even halfway through are we? Uh, no. He was elected last year I believe so mm-hmm. we're not even halfway through and it's a mess you know what um thousands almost what ten thousand children were separated at the border and are right now you know homeless parentless and their futures are changed forever these are children who some of them are infants they can't Mm -hmm. even they wouldn't even remember their parents if they had the opportunity to pick them up Mm um i'm hearing that there was very little information taken at the point of extraction from parent and child so that means that you literally have thousands of children who are never going to come back home. Exactly. If they come back home, they may never see their parents again. Um, that is something that our nation may not heal from for tens of years. No. You know what I mean? Because that kind of heinous act is it, it's, it's like history shaping you know that's going to be in the books i think of course it was first of all so many children that's going to be so many lives that's Mm -hmm. going to be changed their futures are going to be like you said going to be so much different and we don't know how this is going to affect them and i mean with the many studies that we have with just normal um well, you know, the more common types of uh, detachment or relationships mm-hmm. that we have with, with when um, we have children who don't have their families, there's always the, you know, more severe mm-hmm. and negative outcomes. So just thinking about this, it's just so many children who are getting so many resources in, mm-hmm. and their future is basically getting taken away from mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm dramatically changed and I want to hit on what you said about the negative effects of course there's going to be survivors from all of this whose lives are going to be um you know not I won't say improved because ripping being ripped away from your parent is nothing anyone should have to go through so I won't say improved but they'll make it you know what I mean but what about some of the children who will never ever forgive that moment you know the ones who can remember it even the ones who may come up and resent Mm -hmm. the fact that this is a a man-made reason why they don't know who their parents are he he hasn't even thought about the long-lasting effects that that might have long after he's president or Mm -hmm. anybody else you may well be creating you know they're so terrorist crazed and i don't even really like to use that word because i feel like it's not used in the right way anymore Mm -hmm. you know what i mean terrorists can be kind of attached to anything you don't like and you deem as bad so i don't want to use that so um heavily but that same terrorist figure that they fear they may well have created in the future because why wouldn't you say fuck america after Mm -hmm. this you know what i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like fuck america and unfortunately i don't know anything but this so for somebody who has a place to call home but no doesn't understand who to call you know what i mean like that would be devastating so i just feel i feel that's all i just feel for the children and 
more so even and this might sound worse but more so for the parents Mm -hmm. because how helpless it, mm-hmm. Like how helpless would that be exactly. to have your child pry exactly. from your arm yeah. and you can do nothing about it? So when both parents, this is a very dangerous game that's mm-hmm. being played here. You know what I mean? But um, I guess we just gotta see how it unfolds. You know? So all right, I want to talk about the presidency, but go a little bit further off into pop culture. Kanye West is supposed to be running for president. First of all, do you <laughs> believe it? <laughs> Um, I actually could believe it. I actually think that he would at least try to run. I think that he would feel confident enough to. I, oh, well, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I want to say something. Absolutely. He definitely he feels confident. Though. He probably feels like he should be president right now. Right now. He probably calls Donald Trump mm-hmm. and tells him what he should be doing. Okay. So, okay. I agree with you there. I definitely believe it. But do you think that's what we need? Not at all. Okay. I don't think so. I think at this point, we're starting to really shift our politics and and mesh it into our our entertainment. Mm-hmm. And it's be, that's what is making so many problems right now. Like, mm-hmm. we're giving the job to people who we see all the time rather than people who have the education or who spent the time to mm-hmm. make this their lives. I would rather somebody who... That's their whole life has been the politics, or they always have known at least that they wanted to do something in this realm. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be a spur of the moment decision for you to run the, you know, yeah. the country. Seriously, and it's so many because this is a melting pot. You have that's a very delicate job, exactly. And I don't even think that the person we have in office right now understood that you're not just one kind of people's president. Like exactly. you have so many cultures and backgrounds and ethnicities and beliefs that you have to try to appease to at all times. I don't mm-hmm. think somebody, especially like Kanye West, and I love his artistry. Of um, course. Everything he does in music is, you know, on the works of genius. So, I, I can't complain in that aspect, but somebody like Kanye West who tends to make decisions and kind of take opinions later, mm-hmm. I don't think we need more of that because we're we have a display now of someone of who does exactly that? He has the cockiness and confidence that any move he decides to make is the, right, the best decision. You know? Exactly, and will find a way to even through his mistakes, find a way that he was correct or how the situation had to be mm-hmm. his way or any other way would not have sufficed. All right. So I, I feel like um, if in that instance. If I had to choose between though Kanye West and Trump, would I decide to vote for Kanye or not vote? I I gotta be honest. I'm gonna vote for Kanye though. Yeah. Because not voting has shown us <laughs> that that does not work. That's not what you. That's not what you do. Okay. Because the only every vote that you don't give at all is one for Trump. Absolutely. Okay. Because somebody's. Hillbilly ass or you know crazy belief system to go and vote and it's just nobody like okay because think about it this way if half the country votes for Trump absolutely and then the other half half of them don't vote at all and then the other half vote for Kanye Kanye still loses Mm -hmm. so no do do I think that he will be a good candidate I don't think so because he has no background in politics 
Um, he is bullheaded. Yes. But would I prefer him <laughs> over Donald Trump? Definitely. I'm going to go with Kanye West for 500. Okay. I'm so sorry. So, um, But then there were some talks. Now, she did not confirm this herself. She actually said that she didn't. She wasn't looking at that. But we're just speaking hypothetical because this is a pop up, you know, episode. Okay. And by the way, I appreciate you, of you course. know, going along with my foolishness. <laughs> so thank you. Um, but Oprah Winfrey, what do you think about? So all right, do you think that people? Because you said you you would prefer people who had their heart and mind into this from the jump. So asking you about Oprah Winfrey, you probably going to say, I don't know. But between Kanye and Oprah, though, mm, who I'm you choosing Oprah. You choose Oprah. <laughs> I'm choosing Oprah. I mean, when you even put Oprah out, I was like, hmm, because she is one person that is more level-headed. She's always at least been business-minded in a mm-hmm. sense. And, and always been more in in some realm of the politics. Yeah. Even when she was a journalist and stuff like that. So she would know Wait. a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Oprah was journalist. Never mind. Never mind. Wait. <laughs> but, yeah. So, in that sense, she does, like you said, at least has a history of, like, researching and, some shit. Right. Before she right. Tried that, 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 one, that one time that she had to mm. do that research. But then, all right, so let me play devil advocate for a second. I, what if, on the flip side, though, Oprah's a billionaire. Remember mm-hmm. this. What if she gets in office and mm. only does stuff for her and her billionaire friends? Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas yes. Kanye West, he's a foolish bullheaded person who just wear his emotions you know and does what he feels That's like true. but he may get into office and like give every child in america free education or some shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean yes whereas so it's like mm, but it if it you is. look if you put them side by side though oprah looks like the better candidate i'm sorry she dresses nice like <laughs> okay, the I hair mean. is always plain i mean <laughs> very I mean, presidential yes very presidential. Okay. And I think Oprah might be the richest president ever if we yeah. if she's enacted. Like I don't know, cause do you know about your presidents? I don't know. I don't know about my, my president. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna do like a president episode one day on President's Day. <laughs> As I said it, I didn't care anymore. So okay. But no, I realized that I I never like first of all, they kinda just like give you a whole bunch of quick ass facts in school about the president. Yeah. They don't really go in depth, I don't think. Like no. I don't remember that in history. It was more so I learned a lot of European history, mm-hmm. didn't you? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, American, sure. Quickly, I learned about slavery, the civil, um, what is it called? The Civil War, then the Civil Rights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to keep it civil. Keep it in the family, okay? So, yeah, I don't know. Um, history. So, let me ask you another thing. And then I'm going to check and see what time we have because... You've been so gracious. I won't talk your head off all night. But this is fun. I'm popping up on somebody for another episode. <laughs> Listeners, stay tuned because who knows? Will everybody be this gracious? <laughs> but, all right. So, I'm going to ask you um, two more quick questions before I get out of here. Because I just wanted to have some fun for the 10th episode. What would be one thing if you could change, like, about society in general so that could be anything Mm. what would you change permanently and why something about society in general and then i will tell you mine yes 
Oh, that is such a hard question. Um, I think you need to. Okay, <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and say mine. And you probably gonna when I tell you, you gonna be like, you. Yeah, I knew you was gonna say that. But I think that society should not have any rules, judgments, or bias based off of how you dress. Mm-hmm. I think that, and this is going to sound crazy to some, but I think you should be able to dress however you want, wherever you want, because only we sexualize things. Mm-hmm. And we can be expressive, but if you make it inappropriate that someone it has on, you know, a half top and Daisy Dukes with her children, oh, why? It's because you're being sexual about Mm -hmm. it maybe she doesn't mind having her body exposed you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's not meant we're not born with clothing so that clothing was hard for me (laughs) we're not born with clothing so i think that for us to always try and dictate how another person dresses or not even we dictate how another person is because of how they dress Mm -hmm. so i think that that should stop i'm guilty of it too like i might think somebody's a hobo if they wear hobo kind of stuff you know what i mean so i'm not going to just say it's just about tight clothes it's all kinds of clothing i might think somebody's a punk rocker because they got spikes in their head Mm -hmm. they might not even be all like that they just might you know think it looks good on them so i think we should if i could change that i would say we would just be able to express ourselves there would be no like inappropriate or no judgmental kind of dress i think that's a really good one to change and Mm -hmm. i mean i feel like without the judgment in any type of aspect it would just make so many Mm -hmm. less problems like it would be so much less violence in just that sense Mm -hmm. just that sense so i i definitely understand what you're saying and i i definitely am a victim as well as a perpetrator is yeah. that what they call it okay. yeah i was looking for the word <laughs> i know i saw you searching you uh, looking around the room uh, like, uh, where, where is, is it? it there it is it's a perpetrator there it is <laughs> i think that's pretty human and honest though mm-hmm. for instance, you know let's let's keep it a bean mm-hmm. is what they say in philadelphia okay keep it a bean you know you was judging some folks and some folks was judging you yeah so okay yeah. i guess judgment overall that's and that's probably what i was trying to say so once again we like yeah what you said what you said <laughs> all right so now this is the last question i just want to have some fun what do you think cardi b should name her baby Ooh, <laughs> i don't know i want something fun like i know zatarans right? <laughs> <laughs> i don't know she's just so full of life we just think like her baby should be the same way yes, but honestly i don't like I'm thinking like baby Bella or that something be like really that crazy. you know mm-hmm. something cute and something be yeah <laughs> um and then she has so she's like you know she has a lot of she's Trinidadian I think as well as mm-hmm. uh, Dominican is it yes so she has a lot of different cultures to like pick her names from I so know. it can go and so she many got directions. offset which is like, yes the soul food so yeah <laughs> it's so many ways that she gonna come out as shaka <laughs> all right yeah <laughs> all right the third yeah but that would be cool if she was like because her name is belle police cardi b mm-hmm. so you know something 
But yeah, I was just thinking about that. I was wondering what you might have thought. Um, and also, before I go, did you know that she had been married since last year? I just found out. That is so crazy. I know, as a fan, do you think that that's something she deserves to keep to herself? Or should she have told us because she tell us everything? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I know what you think. But I think that now that, um, I mean, I know that you and me, we've been fans of Cardi B for such a long time. So long. So we got to see her when she was even more raw and uncut. Mm-hmm. So now that she's kind of like shielding us, it's kind of like, wait a second, girl, wait, wait, mm-hmm. wait. But now with so many more people under her, mm-hmm. like watching her, mm-hmm. I can understand and then she is just like you and me, like she's like the stage. She's she from the Bronx, like mm-hmm. so. A lot of the things that people say may get to her in yeah. ways that it will get that. to me and stuff like that. So I can understand why she's trying to be more private. I don't want her to be. Mm-hmm. I want to know what Cardi B doing. Like that was that was I know. Was she like, was just sit up like and to talk to us. But I agree, though, with what you said. I think that she does deserve to have a level of privacy because, A, she is just like you and I. Mm -hmm. Like, she's a human. We Mm -hmm. all deserve that level of privacy. And because the platform is larger, the... um, the ratio for negativity is larger and people really openly attack Cardi B because of her shine and her beauty and honesty people Mm -hmm. you know they can't deal with that so I think that as a true fan you may feel like dang I wish I would have known but as a real true fan you feel like that's right Cardi you protect yourself and you know whenever we find out we gonna support that but okay guys thank you so much for listening to this random pop up thank you so much Miss Ajay for having this talk with me on the spot and um really quick i just want to tell my listeners that this young lady's opinions thoughts and ideas are very much valued to myself she's intelligent she's in nursing school honey if you get sick she will fix you okay and um this is a really intelligent girl so i'm not talking to any fool that is just gonna tell me anything so I hope that we all learned something from talking at random. This is our 10th episode, and I wanted to make it completely out the box. So, um, hopefully I was able to do that. You have any final words? No, I just want to tell everybody listening that you need to keep on listening because it's going to be some good stuff coming. I feel it. Oh, yes, indeed. And we'll talk about that later. If you want to check myself out, you can go visit my website, aminabelle.com. If you want to learn about more indie artists like myself with awesome sounds and music, you can totally visit daus.me and check us all out, the DAUS family. This has been Let's Talk, episode 10. And I'm Amina Bell talking with Ajay Johnson Lyles and we are out. (laughs) Bye bye. (laughs) Did it get all? It didn't get (laughs) all.